0: time to get lit. Just a little disclaimer, this episode contains audio taken from a video that was originally streamed live into another platform, so please excuse any of the sound difference you might hear and any other side chatter that may occur. If you would like to follow me in my Facebook group to check some of these shows out live while they are on the air, the link should be in the show notes below. And thank you for your consideration. This is a guest episode. In my business, Front Seat Rider, I host a segment show called Stories, in which I invite guests to our Facebook group to share a little bit about their journey to mental wellness and how animals, particularly dogs, have helped them along the way. This is their story. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to let's see, we're on episode 18, which is fantastic. Um, today I have a very, 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 very special guest, and I'm so honored she decided to come on for us. I have Miss Joe Beth Glenday. She's amazing. Um, <laughs> you guys might recognize her from the group. I know a lot of her friends are in our um mutual friends in the groups so that is always great um so i met this beautiful woman at a vendor event was it was the mall one right at the at the holiday headquarters i think yes uh two holiday seasons ago okay yeah so um all I remember is that we were like right next to each other and her energy greeting people coming in the door was like miraculous. Like I'm like, this woman is on point. She's got her spiral down. She and then <laughs> and then you would come over to my booth and you would take my hedgies and you would grunt them at everybody. And that was <laughs> that was by far the best. Like I would randomly You be, gotta um, have fun with it. I know, right? Yes, because the grunters are the best. It's like I would randomly turn
1: yes. it off into the like other side of the store, and I'm like, "Oh, Joe Beth must be over there now." <laughs> well, the great thing is it brought so much joy to everyone—not only the customers that came in as well, but to the different uh, stylists and consultants and businesses that were there as well. Because I'd random up, just do it, and it just—they'd be like laughing and be hilarious. It was so it's much so fun. Great. I miss it. I miss all the vendor shows this year so much. I know, we'll get back to it. We will get back.
0: (laughs) But that's what I love about you. You are always like making people smile. You are always there to just give back. And that's what really drew me to you. And since we met, I started following, Lena wants to come say hi. Hi. (laughs) <laughs> i started following you for your awesome nail strips but i got way more in the package not only do my nails look off where's my camera <laughs> my nails look awesome for the most part all the time but i got an awesome friend and your community which we'll, we can talk about later is fantastic i love the people that you attract and it's because you have that just like open heart like you're just so amazing I can't say enough about you but um I'm gonna throw it to you for the people who don't know you very well um just go ahead and say a little bit about yourself where
1: you are you know your family whatever (laughs) oh well little backstory about me um I am a military wife of almost 16 years actually on the 28th of this month will officially be my husband's 16th year anniversary of being in the service. Um we have three beautiful amazing children. Our oldest is 13 and um he happens to be on the autism spectrum. And he is just such an amazing soul. I'm so glad that God blessed me with him. Um, I would not have been able to do the last five years without him, for sure. Um, He's been such a rock for me. And then we have a seven-year-old little girl who also happens to be on the autism spectrum. A whole different version. So it gives you a whole different world and different grace and patience with that one. And then we were blessed, um, surprisingly, with a third child so quickly. Henrik is six years old, and he is just he is, uh, I call him the boy of a thousand faces. Cause after having two on the spectrum, his personality just bubbles and he just brings so much joy to the world. Um, like I said, for the last five years, my husband has been stationed away from us. We've been blessed to live here in Oak Harbor, Washington for the last, oh gosh, it'll be 13 years this year, this November. So we actually found our forever home here on the Island. We bought a home two years ago. So we're super excited about that. But, like I said, five years ago, my husband got switched over to Bremerton, which isn't too far, thankfully. And he was able to come home on weekends that he didn't have duty or they went out to sea on the ship. But, uh, almost two years, actually two years ago, just about my husband's ship deployed and re home to Virginia. So since then he has been away from us. So we've been really just, you know, so I said, my son is my rock. If it wasn't for him, You know, he helps out with the littles and he's so responsible and just amazing. Um, I've been through a lot of different challenges throughout my life. Um, Luckily, as a young girl, I was blessed to be that observer. I watched a lot of people and just listened. I watched my mother work with her friends, my mother and father's friends, and help them through their hard times. So that opened me up to the different challenges throughout life. Um, I'm very blessed that my mother didn't hide those things from me. Um, Even her own struggles with depression and the things that she went through as a child. And of course, my own childhood was a little bit more difficult as well, which we'll get more into here in a little bit. But so that's a quick little backstory on me.
0: Yes. Awesome. Very thorough. I love it. Because all those things are very, very important to know about you. Um, and even when I've followed you, um, you go live in your group a lot, which is amazing. Um, but seeing your family dynamic, just like candid in the moment, I am always super impressed with your children. I obviously don't have any kids of my own, but they're very well behaved. They're so polite. The way you guys interact is just a like the way I I react. React.
1: they're kids they're kids they're yeah. you know i'm not a saint either i yell i do things that i should probably oh, sit yeah. with my kids you know it's a learning curve there's no book here but definitely being able to have that extra grace for them and knowing that then you know what we were raised in like the ideas where we it was so ingrained to us like this is how it is and this is how children should act and this is how that was and I couldn't put those expectations on my kids. I just couldn't. So it opened up my world to have a whole different view. And I'm so blessed because of it, because like I said, my children, they're just amazing. Even on their bad days, you know, they're still amazing.
0: (laughs) I agree. I agree. So let us talk about, um, kind of, so, we chatted a little bit yesterday um in preparation for the show about when you really realized how important animals were to your uh mental health. so you want to chat a little bit about that
1: sure um then backstory <laughs> um I learned that an animal companion was such an amazing part of a life journey um At a very young age, I came down with several rare skin diseases on top of having a very um, severe case of asthma as well. Um, Come to find out later on, years down the road, we found out it was more due to the location we were living at. Um, But during this time, as a child under, you know, the age of five, six years old, when you go through a period where you are, how do I explain this? Um, like I said, back to back, one thing I had was called granula annular. It looks like ringworm, but it has different side effects. Most cases clear up rather quickly, but again, because of our environment, it wasn't, we had a factory behind our home at that time living in Michigan. Cause I am a Michigan, uh, I was born or not born, but I was raised in Michigan for my, most of my life. Um, actually growing up, I, uh, in my, uh, from like third grade on to my high school career, I lived in a very small town called Brown city, Michigan, it dirt roads. My neighbors were Amish, like simple life, but you know what? It makes me, I love it. I miss it. That's why I love where I live because you get that little bit of city life and country life all in one. Um, but because of the factory didn't take care of their standards, there was a lot of rats and other issues that caused health issues on the people around, especially myself. Cause I had a weakened immune system at that time. I don't anymore. Thank God. <laughs> um, but granularly, like I said, looks like green worm. So I remember going at during that time, it was a long period in my life because again, Something's supposed to clear up quickly. It didn't. I, if I remember correctly, um, my case lasted about 18 months Wow. and I was having a lot of testing, but thankfully my mother worked for the top hospital at the time, which was Henry Ford hospitals, one of the nurses there. Um, so I was able to get some of the best care. I was very blessed with that. Um, lots of testing. I remember at one point in time, because of the, parents in the neighborhood and the children in the neighborhood saw my skin disease and they immediately just assumed the worst. Yeah. Um, at a very young age, I learned what bullying was. (laughs) Um, even from adults hearing the comments that were made. I was called a ringworm girl. I couldn't even step out of my house as a young child without being bullied at times. Um at that time my one companion was our English Springer Spaniel that we had. Her name was Bebe and she was liver and white and she was the softest thing and she was just she literally would sleep with me every night. She would stay by my side. She was my dad's my father's dog. But she was mine. I loved her to death and I did everything with her. So during this time she was my one true friend. Um, I don't remember if this was, if this skin disorder was before or after the other one I had, um, that I can remember because it was such a major one. Um, it was called Henlock Shalene Purapura. Basically, uh, my temperature skyrocketed and my blood vessels burst and I had blood blisters all over my legs, um, my palms, my feet. I couldn't walk. I had to be carried everywhere. <laughs> um, I remember at one point. It was, you know, weeks, months had passed. And I was sitting on the front, uh, our little front patio that my parents had at this time. We lived in Hazel park and, um, all the, we had a double lot. So all the kids were in our neighborhood or all in our, um, I'm going to bring you with me. So I go get some tissue real quick <laughs> oh, cool. there we go. Um, All the, so all the kids in our neighborhood would come to our house to, um, at this time they were playing baseball. So I would sit there and I would watch everyone else play and have such a great time. And I remember that a stray ball came to me during this time. Of course, baby was right next to me and she was trying to go after the ball and everything. But a stray ball came to me close enough to where I could just reach it and throw it back and be included in that one point. And it's such a great memory for me to have. Um, So those are just two little things that really um, helped to influence the person I am today. But that wasn't one of the hardest things that I went through. That baby was my rock and my support. Little did I know (laughs) Years later, our lives would change forever. June 20th, 1998. You know what I'm going to do. The night prior, we went to bed. We had a great family night. And we all went to bed. Well, in the early morning hours, I was awoken by baby barking. And she wouldn't stop. Normally I'd be like, babe, that's enough. Go to bed. And she'd go to sleep. No big deal. She'd quiet down because she was such a great guard dog, such a great hunting animal. Like one of the best animals I've ever had before. Other than of course my bear, he's pretty sweet now. I adore him. Um, he's been my support animal through the last several years. Um, and she kept barking and kept barking and kept barking. And next thing I know, I hear my mom, yelling for my brother to get up. She needed help. At this time I got up and I walked over in our very small house. Our house was less than 900 square feet a two bedroom home. And when I turned the corner from our kitchen, I saw my father laying face down in the bathroom between the sink and the tub. Mind you, my mother's a nurse at this time she was a nurse for 25 years. Um, and at this time I ran across the street cause we didn't have a home phone. We didn't even have a working home phone at that time. So my mom asked me to go get the neighbor. So I ran across the street, barefooted and woke them up. It was about three o'clock in the morning. Um, they were able to get them out, called the ambulance, They worked on him for 45 minutes before they took him to the hospital. When we arrived, they announced him dead on arrival. He was 37 years old and he was the most kind-hearted, amazing soul who would literally do anything for everyone. And that's one, part, one reason why I am the way I am today is because I want, his, I want to honor his memory. I remember crying so much with Bebe. She was my support. And then, of course, not only that, but I grew up knowing that my mother's father, my, my grandfather, had passed away when my mother was around 15 years old one Sunday. So... My mother was reliving all that trauma on top of losing her soulmate, her companion. So understandably she went into a severe manic depression state trying to figure out what was going to happen next. So being the person I was, I did whatever I could to help because that's my, that's my heart. I love to help. If I can help someone, I will do anything I can. So I watched her struggle through that, help take care of the house, helped her in any way I could. But Bebe was the support through it all. She was my confidant. She was everything. She was my world. She really was. And I'm so blessed that God gave us her for the time that we had her. So there's, yeah, that little story. Thank
0: you. Thank you so much for sharing. I know that's very deep and um, thank you. (laughs) It's hard because, you know, there's some things you just don't have words for. It just needs to be um, your store needs to be aired because I know other people can relate. I, <clears throat> I can relate to some of those things. Um, obviously not to the extent that you have gone through, but, um, my first dog was also my father's dog. Um, and she was very much my nanny dog. Um, she was a, Ger- uh, a German shepherd. She was, um, a Doberman, but we also had a Brittany Spaniel.
1: Oh. Um, I spaniels. I yeah. can't wait to get another one.
0: <laughs> but um, and then of course, uh, losing your father early—you lost your father way too early—and um, I am I'm I'm very sorry for that. But like you said, there are so many so many blessings that can come from things like that. You you have a heart of service. You have a heart of gratitude for all the things you've been through, and that in itself makes a survivor and a warrior. And I I applaud you for going that route. Um, It's very, very easy and it can be a struggle on a day-to-day basis to choose another route.
1: (laughs) Oh, I agree. It could have been so easy and simple to go to that victim route instead of the survivor mentality. But because of the support, because thankfully I had that great observation and I had People I could talk to at times and I could be that support for my mother. It helped me to realize that it didn't matter. Life still had to happen. If I would have let anything crush me, I wouldn't have met the amazing people. I wouldn't be where I am today. I wouldn't have these amazing kids. So many people have asked me over the years if I would change anything. And when I was younger and naive, I would, I would say instantly, yes, I wish my father was still alive. Today, I would tell you I would not change any of the struggles that we have gone through, whether it's through losing my father, the medical issues, my mother's health, um, marriage issues, all of it. The struggles with my kids, all of it has helped make me who I am today. So I would not change it at all.
0: Do you have any um <clears throat> any encouraging thoughts or words of wisdom for the people who are in that spot where they have the choice to play victim or to to build and grow from that experience? I know that's heavy.
1: <laughs> that is a big one. Um 14 years ago, I almost took my life while pregnant with my oldest. Look at all the blessings that I would have missed out, all the relationships, all the joy. Because there's so much joy in this world to have. You just have to look for it. It's so easy to focus on the negative. But one thing that I always tell my friends is, one, only worry about what you can control. That has helped me drastically. Yes. And my husband as well. Two, focus on three positives, at least three positives every day. Yes. The more positives that you look for, the more blessings you will see in your life. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be money. It could be the fact that you hit a green light.
0: I don't know yes. how many times I hit a green
1: light. I'm like, thank you, Lord. Yes. Done. So the true. little joys, the little positives help to fill your cup so you can fill others.
0: On that note, I have to say, so... I am a huge, huge gratitude journal person and I've on and off for a while, but I've made myself go on again this summer. And it was right after somebody gifted me this little notebook. And I will tell you what, every day I write three things that I am grateful uh-huh. for. And I've been filling this thing like
1: nobody's business. <laughs> Uh, I love that so much. You oh, so, are so amazing our community. You just have no clue how, my, how blessed you guys
0: make me. So thank you for my notebook to continue, <laughs> to continue that practice because it is very important. Just seeing the one little thing, hot coffee, hot showers, just oh. little thing that is going to
1: help you get through that moment. Be grateful for that and be in that moment. Oh. Oh, you mean like when all this smoke and all the fires die down, I can't wait for these fires to die down for all these people who are affected by these. Yes. Yeah. The simple things in life that we take for granted. Um, Like you said, running water. We went through a year of no running water in our house after my father died. Our well went dry. Our house was struck by lightning twice. Not once, but twice. Uh, You know, really. It's, it's funny even at a young age so many people were like you should just write a book i'm like "Eh, that's not for me i'm here to help inspire others though i have found out i do have that passion
0: yes yes i believe you do and i will support that so here you
1: are (laughs) and thank you because honestly i would have let the fear stop me i almost did I almost was like, oh, no, you know, you can't have a first day of school. So I was going to make excuses. And then I stopped myself and I'm like, why? Do it. Say yeah. yes.
0: And here we are. <laughs> well, thank you. you having people like you in this group and having people willing to come forward, it keeps me accountable, too, because it's like. Nobody watches my show. Who cares about the Kalia show? And I don't want it to be the Kalia show. I want it to have people make connections with each other, like relate to each other and be able to have that community that I didn't have going through depression. I only had my dog. So it's like, I wanted to support that. So having people willing to show up makes me accountable for
1: showing up. (laughs) And it helps because with what we don't realize. And especially when we are going through that depressed state, right? We feel so alone. I never want anyone to feel alone. I had one of our community members reach out to me recently because she was going through something very difficult and she knew or she had hoped and knew that I would be there for her. And I was, and I'm so thankful she reached out and I was so glad that I was able to help during that time because I've been there. I know how that felt. So, being able to connect with her and make her understand that, you know, even me, we're not alone in this world. And the more that we normalize it, yes. the more awareness and the more together we become. So true.
0: So true. And obviously, everyone who's watching knows why I was attracted to this woman. She's just beaming. <laughs> so on that note, let's talk a little bit about your community. Like, okay, I went in because you were cool and your nail products are cool, right? But how did you take a nail strip and make it into this empowering, like, beautiful woman community? Oh, and by the way, I'm wearing your Grace necklace. <laughs> just had to wear that today so yes let's talk about, tell me a little bit about lilies and grace oh well
1: honestly lilies and grace formerly lilies and goddesses it started off where it was just nail polish it's dry nail polish goes on super quick i mean i did this in 20 minutes before the show it's so funny because after your shows
0: james and i will recite your thing it's it's a hundred percent nail polish, ninety percent,
1: ninety five percent dry. Like we'll just recite it and we're like, Joe Beth. He's perfect. Her- you hear me so much during the vendor shows because it's just it roll like I get so used to it that I'm just like, done. Here you go, I give you the facts, try it on. It's all a wow factor. Um but yeah, so it just started with a sample for me and I found it as a great time saver because going to the salon was it takes a lot of time. You have to find time to do it. Then you have to go there and it's at least an hour. And then on top of it, it was like, well, for me to be honest, it was quite costly. Cause I like designs and I like this and I could never really get what I wanted exactly. And yeah. so when I found an affordable product, even though my nails were destroyed and it's taken a, a little bit of time and growth and learning to be able to make my nails healthy. Um, But at that time I was struggling as well. Shortly after joining with this company, um, I went through another rough spot, (laughs) another challenge, another wrench in the life, right? Um, It ended up upheaving my entire world. I lost major support. Um, I don't want to go into too much detail because there was a court case and all that stuff. It did get dismissed, but, um, you know, it was a rough time. It was a very rough time. And I felt very alone. Um, one thing I am blessed about is that even though the ladies that I happen to join on with this team, um, it's such a great community and tribe that they had no clue for the first year that Their silly antics on Marco Polo were keeping that joy. Even though I felt so depressed and so alone, I knew they would be there to bring that sunshine to me and continue to have my day brightened. They saved me during that dark time. And during I was already trying to rediscover myself because right before that, we had gone through a marriage issue and. I was learning to more about self-love because I never learned to love myself. I never learned to have confidence. That's why coming on here was such a hard choice for me at first because I'm trying to grow and be in a growth mentality and try new things. (laughs) Um, So I wanted it not only to be a place of support for me, but I knew I had value to give. And I wanted to share that. So it's funny that what started off as something as simple as nail polish has turned into a community of uh, people where we're real. We talk about the hard things like depression. We talk about anything. Honestly, as long as we're kind and we're respectful, like let's hit those hard points. I would love to because I want to be real. If you're having a hard day, post about it. If you need something, if you need support, post about it. If you need ideas for recipes or fun activities to do with your kids, let's share. I want to share ideas. And I just want to, I love the fact that the community has grown so much and that so many like you are finding value in it. It definitely helps me along with the journey as well. So thank you for that. I appreciate that so much.
0: Yes, yes, definitely mutual rewarding for sure. Um, <clears throat> all right. So if, um,
1: anyone wants to join the group or where do you find it? Um, they can easily search just up lilies and grace and it'll pop up. Um, I chose that originally, like I said, it was lilies and goddesses. Cause I wanted to empower women. I wanted to have them embrace themselves and know that they were worthy, that they were enough. Um, and then it turned into the fact of, like I said, it just meant so much more to me to bring in that grace aspect because it has impacted my life so much for myself, my friends, my children, and especially my husband, surprisingly. Just, it's been all over and I'm just blessed to have that and be able to have that tool in my arsenal. So I really love that the lilies are my favorite. I love lilies, I always have. I have so many good memories gardening with my grandmother and my father and my mother And that was always one of my favorite things that we always had that I love the smell of. So, lilies and grace. (laughs) Awesome.
0: Awesome. All right. Um, Actually, I forgot to ask you. um, So, right now, we were talking about um, your dogs as a child. But right now, you have Bear and Wolfie, right? Correct. Cool. Yep. So, out of all your pups, um, is there an overlying lesson or something that you've learned,
1: um, from dog. Oh, so much, so much patience. Yeah. (laughs) Acceptance, joy, love companionship. There's so much that dogs can give us. There really is where you look at it. You know, even Wolfie when he drives me nuts cause he wants to be right next to me and lick the crap out of me constantly. He's so full of love and joy and his little wiggle butt and you just know he loves you because he's just so excited. So in there, he's just such a calming spirit and he's always been that rock for me. Um we got him when Dom was eighteen months old, so That's his boy. You know, every night he's up there in his room sleeping with him. He's always checking on him. That's his boy. So I know he's 11 years old now. And I'm not ready for that. But it's going to come one day. And I'm trying to prepare myself for it. But I'm telling you, I'm going to be a wreck. (laughs) Yeah, I've been
0: preparing for Ryder since, like, he was four. (laughs)
1: Like, I don't know. It's so hard. it's so hard why can they not live longer lives with us it's not fair but i think it's because they make such an impact in our lives because they are here for such a short amount of time you know we don't we live such a long lives we take so much for granted every day yes maybe that's why they're so joyful yes Who knows?
0: <laughs> love that idea it's so true so true they know that time is so much more fleeting than we do all right thank you so 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 much for being here i really enjoyed this and i really really appreciate that
1: you took the time come here come say hi he came to say hi
0: And Link is shining from underneath the table. Somebody's getting love.
1: <laughs> uh, I knew he was going to come down.
0: <laughs> oh, here she comes. Are you upset that somebody's getting love? <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Come here.
1: Is she a diva?
0: She is a diva. Oh, my gosh. Can you say hi? I know. We have a tiny couch. Oh, she's a good girl girl
1: hi she's so
0: pretty and she's got my favorite color on i love it yes she's a purple girl she's a purple girl it's funny because whenever i see a purple envelope in the mail i'm like joe best sent me something
1: (laughs) (laughs) i know i actually ran out of my purple envelopes i need to go get more oh no
0: (laughs) but um on that note i will be sending you a thank you for being here so please look out for that I truly, truly appreciate you and all you do and your friendship. So um, I'm so happy to share you with everyone
1: and I hope some people join your group as well. Well, thank you so much for this opportunity. Like I said, if it wasn't for your support, I don't think I would have been comfortable enough to take that leap and be here and share my story. So thank you so much for allowing me to use my voice and to share and to help give me courage thank you
0: well you have a beautiful voice and a beautiful story so it was very easy
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so all right i'm going to sign off if you want to stay on for a little bit i'm just going to click off live so i will woo, i will see you guys later bye bye, guys. thank you so much thank you for listening to today's episode let me take this time to remind you stop dimming your light. Stand brightly because the light is all around you. You do not need outside validation anymore. Embrace every aspect of you and start living truly authentic to your soul. Everything you want is in the light above solitude. If you love what you heard today and you feel called to support my work, you can now do so by buying me a coffee. A donation is never expected but always greatly appreciated by me and my pack. Your support keeps the content flowing and my platforms as ad free as possible. So head over to lightabovesolitude.com support. While you're there check out all the ways we can connect further with details on my monthly membership, motivational text messages, and links to all my socials. You can even drop me a voicemail by clicking the mic icon in the lower right hand corner. Until next time, friends, I love you.